Hi there, and welcome to the Skylight Books author reading series. If you'd like to learn more about us and our many upcoming author events, please visit skylightbooks.com, where you can browse our inventory, buy books, and join our Friends with Benefits Club. You can also follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. To speak to a real live bookseller like me, please call 323-660-1175. Thanks for your support, and enjoy. Okay, you guys, big round of applause and give a big warm welcome to Elliot Kalen. Yay! Thank you very much. My name is Elliot Kalen, as many of you know. I realize I should have opened this earlier. And uh, please, uh, my assistant Sammy will be with me during this. Hold on. I'll have to ask them to turn the TV on in a moment. Thank you very much, everybody, for coming. I will tell you a little bit about it. Okay. okay. They will in a second. <laughs> stretch, Elliot, stretch. So, uh, who is from out of town? Uh, <laughs> we got a uh, got a uh, a lot of stuff going on in this bookstore. Uh, I'll just talk to you a little bit, and then we'll figure it out. So. Uh, my name is Elliot Kalen, and I am a writer, and I wrote this book in particular that we're here to talk to you about. I'm going to talk about myself as if many of you don't know who I am already, <laughs> because a few of you maybe don't know who I am already. I know. You know? <laughs> and uh, what was your name again? Sammy. Okay. So Sammy is, gonna, is joining me up here for this. Okay, so. I'm trying to remember what's the next thing. Okay, so. Oh, and I, this isn't working anyway. They're about to turn it on. TV successfully turned on. Let's do it, it says. I agree. Yeah, we did it. Thank you. There we go. Anyway, my name is Ellie Kalen. I'm a writing person. That's me, right there. What does that mean? It means I am a writer, a person who writes. This is me, writing. Is that, do you think that's what I look like when I write? No. I know. You know? Okay. It's, I, that's my writing dress. Here's what are the kinds of things that I've written. I've written comic books like Spider-Man and the X-Men, and I've written for TV shows like The Who Was Show, which I know you over there like. And I've written something that I'm very excited about, the most important thing I've ever written. It's a book, and what's it called? Orange Makes Off. Orange Makes Off is the name of the book. And that's what I'm here to talk to you about today. So... Some of you may be, may be wondering, hey, what is a writer? What, what is that? What is someone who's a writer? Do you have an idea what a writer is? Uh, a writer is someone who writes in a book and they write stories. That's exactly right. They write in a book and they write stories. Writers tell stories. That's everything that is written is a story. And everything that writers do is tell stories. So, like, for instance, this book, which I did not write. If I did, I wouldn't have a worry in the world. <laughs> this book... This is a story about something that never happened, about a wizard who goes to school. That's still a story. Or if you're writing a book about a real-life person... Wizards are not real. <laughs> that's what I was just saying. <laughs> Even if you're writing a story about... If you're writing a story about a real-life person, you're still telling a story, even if it's something that actually happened. 
and if you're writing a vacuum cleaner manual, you're still telling a story. It's a story about how to use a vacuum cleaner. That's true. Yeah, Sammy is telling the story of how we how we put a chair together for his little brother and we threw the manual away afterwards. We were done with that story. But I wasn't always a writer. I was just a kid once. That was me, looking not that different from Harry Potter when you think about it. That's... So, I wonder, does anyone have an idea? You may be wondering, hey, how does that kid become a writer over here. How do you think you become a writer? You grow up. You grow up? Hmm, that's part of it maybe. Uh, does anyone else have an idea of how you become a writer? Yes, how do you become a writer? Writing a story. Writing a story, exactly. Because, you know what? I became a writer without even growing up. I started being a writer as a kid. Let me tell you, you guys want to find out how you become a writer, what the steps are? Yeah. yeah to an audience that is fully a third to a half writers. <laughs> How do you do it? Let's see. Step one, so you just call yourself, yeah, you just call yourself a writer. That's all you have to do. You say, I'm a writer, that's it. You're a writer all of a sudden. So, I was wondering if everyone could repeat after me, I am a writer. I am a writer. That's all it takes. You're a writer now. You did it. You are fully licensed as a writer in the state of California. <laughs> By the power vested in me, etc., etc., by William Shakespeare. <laughs> Step two, you read a lot. Who here likes to read? Okay. Who here likes to read a lot? Okay, that's pretty much everybody, too. Uh, I like to watch TV. My son has informed us he likes to watch TV, which many critics say is the literature of the 21st century. But you like to watch TV, too? Would you like to read books also? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Some, some brands, some uh, product placement for a competing <laughs> book and television series. Step two, read a lot. So this is the stuff I like to read when I was a kid. I love to read comic strips, especially. Uh, I'll read it to you later, okay? I'll summarize this one. This is a Peanuts comic strip where Snoopy wakes up in the middle of the night and he's just barking. Arf, 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 runs into the house. Says to Charlie Brown in bed, arf, 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 arf. And Charlie Brown says, arf? And Snoopy says, now what kind of a question is that? <laughs> I love to read that stuff when I was a kid. What else do I read? I love stories about animals, like Ferdinand, a great story I that I love. Too. Have you read the book? Me too. I, I did both. Yeah, you did both. It's good to read the book and watch the movie. And if you can't get around to the movie, that's fine. Just read the book. But most of all, I love books about talking animals, like Alice in Wonderland, which is my favorite book that I read. I read it about once a year, and my son will not let me read it to him. And it is one of the great disappointments of my life that I say, why don't you read Alice in Wonderland? And he goes, no. Right? What do you say? No. Yeah. Step three. You just think about what you like to read, and you write something like that. You just say, hey, I want to write a story that's like the kind of stories I like to read. And it's going to be a little bit different from what you read because you're you. So the way you do it is going to be your own way. But it's okay to just kind of copy the kind of story you want to do. It's what I did when I wrote my first book as probably a six-year-old or so. It was called The Weird Planet by Elliot Kalin. And it told the story of an astronaut who went to a planet full of talking animals. They were basically just doing silly things. I remember I was, there was a lot of, uh, there was one part where it was like dragons or dinosaurs wearing leather jackets. Because even when I was a little kid, 
Okay, I'm going to stop momentarily to tell my son to not pick up the microphone stands. It is too heavy. That's the whole point of it, so it doesn't fall over. Okay, Sammy, I don't need you pulling the spotlight, all right? It's bad enough, all these younger writers coming in, making it harder for old hands like us to get work. Suddenly, I got little kids getting in the way of the spotlight. Okay, so The Weird Planet. That was my first book. And now, from then until now, is the most exciting thing I've ever written, Horse Meets Dog, which is, you know, it's kind of like I've distilled everything I've learned from years as a writer into one book about a horse and a dog. So, I was wondering, would you guys like me to read it to you? Yeah! All right, let's read it. Okay, for this performance, I will be playing the part of the horse and the dog. Okay. And if there's another character... Maybe I'll do their voice, too. Or maybe there'll be a special guest voice, and then Denzel Washington walks out. <laughs> How amazing would that be? So I guess just imagine that. Okay. So a, a dog, the dog starts, and the dog says, Wow, you're very big. And the horse replies, well, You are mistaken. I'm not big. I am normal-sized. In fact, I was just about to tell you that you are very small. Is your smallness because you are just a tiny baby? Oh, look at this little cutie, tiny baby. Does tiny baby need a bottle of hay? <laughs> Blech, says the dog. Do you think, do you think that... Do you think, do you think that dog liked that hay? No. No, I don't think so. Hey, I'm not small, and you have weird feet. Where are your paws? Did you lose them? My feet are not weird. Your hair is weird. Why don't you take better care of your mane? It only takes a few hours a day. And also, your tail sticks up. It should hang down like a gorgeous hair waterfall. Hmm, and they think about it. How do they look? Do you think they should switch? No. Let's see what they say. They go, nah. I'm sorry we got off on the wrong paw, big pal. I got you a present. I got you a present too, tiny baby. Open mine first. It's a saddle, in case a tiny person wants to ride you. Will you try on your new saddle, or would you rather be rude? He tries it on. Now what happens? Someone sits on you, and you take them wherever they want to go. Fun! That doesn't sound like fun to me. Oh, but it is so much fun. And then you get to eat oats. Woohoo! Oats! Yuck, says the dog in reply. If you want to see real fun, just open your box. Happy birthday! I also decided it's your birthday. <laughs> Does the dog get to decide when the horse's birthday is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Judge Sammy will allow it. Okay. It's a ball. Go get it, big pal. And the ball says, boing, boing, boing. Excuse me, you threw it. You go get it. No, this is how it works. You go get it, then I throw it again, and you go get it again. This is my favorite game. For obvious reasons. And they both say, I don't like this present. And they both jump back. You don't like it? What kind of horse are you? What kind of dog are you? Gasp. We're not dogs. We're horses. We're not horses. We're dogs. If we are dogs, why do we whinny like horses? Ahem. Nay, 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 nay. You get the idea. And the dog says, we don't whinny. We bark and make dog sounds like dogs make. Bark, bark, bark. Arf, arf, arf. Bow, wow, wow. And so forth. Horse says, are you sick, tiny baby horse? Because something is seriously wrong with your whinny. I'm not a tiny baby horse. You're a very big dog. I'm not a very big dog. You're a tiny baby horse. Tiny baby horse. 
very big dog. Tiny baby horse, very big dog. Oh, what's this? A new character has entered. Flap, 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 flap. It's a bird, hence the flapping sound. And the bird says, hello. And they both say, hi. And he says, you are two weird looking birds. And that's the end of the book. Thank you. And now, I will very quickly uh, just kind of talk about how this book happened, and maybe we'll play a story game if there's time, and then there'll be cookies afterwards, and that's the what everyone's really looking forward to. So hey, how did this book happen, you may ask? How do books happen? Uh, yes, you have an idea of how the book happened. That's very accurate. No, you cannot have the microphone, Sammy. That's a very good... Well, okay, Sammy, do you have an idea how this book happened? He's busy drinking water. Okay, here's how it happened. A few years ago, I was with my family. This is Sammy, the aforementioned boy you've been hearing so much when he was just a wee little lad, uh, strapped on to my wife, Danielle. And we were looking at horses on a horse farm. And there's a dog looking at a horse, not pictured here. And Sammy thought it was so funny. Sammy, come on, I love Sammy thought it was so funny that a dog would be looking at a horse. And he laughed and laughed. And I thought, I wonder what that dog thinks about that horse. I bet that dog thinks that horse is a really big dog. And I started thinking, what, what would they say to each other? What would happen next? And so I decided I would write a story. And first I needed characters. I said, let me think about what a dog and a horse are like. Now dogs, we know dogs. They're always running around. They always want to play. They're always really excitable. That's dog. Horses, I don't know about you, but I've always thought horses were kind of a little too full of themselves. Like, you look at a horse and a horse is like a little too proud of being a horse. So, that's horse and dog. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I got some real agreement from the audience. <laughs> then I thought about exactly what would they say to each other. And it just started with me having the dog say to the horse, basically, I think you're a dog. And they would go on from there. And then finally, you want to know what the final secret step was? Well, okay, actually, I forgot this. These are my notes, and this is me actually, this is my actual notebook where I blocked out page by page what I thought was going to happen. And as you can tell from it, there were originally a lot more pages. Well, I'll split the cover of my notebook? Well, I'll think about it, okay, Sammy? And so, that happens with kids, it's okay. So, My son has announced that people are supposed to be quiet, thus breaking the very rule that he was enforcing. <laughs> Truly, who watches the Watchmen, I ask you. And then, okay, so I blocked out in a book every single page what I thought was going to happen. And then the third step, this was the secret step, before I forgot there was a page from my notebook in this presentation. I got my friend Tim to draw it, because, yeah, there you go, yeah, that's for Tim Miller, he's the artist. He's a great illustrator. He does. He did the book Snapsy the Alligator. Did not ask to be in this book. He has his own book Moo Moo na Tutu, which is the beginning of his Moo Moo series. You have both books. Sammy is. It's informing me of which of the books he has. Could you tell them the name of the second one? The second second book is called What's Cooking Moo Moo. Your first book's called Moo Moo na Tutu. And here's why. Do you guys want to know why I didn't draw the book myself? Does anyone have an idea? Yes. That's one reason, maybe. Yeah. When can I turn the page? Well, because I, I, it's true, I am a writer. Some people write and illustrate their own books, but those people can draw. 
and I am not as good at drawing. And do you want to see what it looked like when I tried to draw a horse for this very book? Okay, so this is what a horse looks like. <laughs> I think pretty good. He looks pretty proud of himself. And do you guys want to see what it looked like when I draw your dog? Okay, so that's dog. <laughs> yeah, he looks like more like a mouse with lots of teeth. But I was going for something different than what Tim was going for a little bit more orthodox dog. And I, was, I wanted to mix it up a little bit. So, okay. We, what we were doing was we were collaborating. We were working together. I couldn't do this book without Tim, and he couldn't do it without me. And that's the fun of writing sometimes, is that you need to do it with somebody else, and they bring in something that you didn't have before. And so I was wondering if the kids in the audience would be interested. If you're not, we don't have to do this. But I was wondering if you guys wanted to try to write a story with me real quick. And then afterwards, cookies. What everybody's going to Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to think about... We're gonna, I'm going to give you options for two animals that could meet each other. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up. I'm going to give you options for two animals that could meet each other. And then we're just going to talk about what might happen. We don't have to write out a whole story. You can do that when you get home. Have it published. Just give me a little bit of it. I'm going to show the animal right now. Okay, so here are your options for first animal. A, a giraffe. B, a bee. C, a pig. All right, so which which animal should we have meet first? Which animal should it be? Uh, pig. Okay, pig. Good choice. Okay. I would choose B so I could sting the pig. <laughs> oh, Sammy, we're not going to do a violent story. <laughs> okay, and so he, uh, my son was announcing that he would choose B to sting the pig. Okay, next. Is this pig going to meet? One, an anteater. Two, a monkey. Or three, a frog. Who's this? Who's this picking? Uh, a monkey. A monkey. No one ever picks the anteater. <laughs> Next time we'll do anteater. So, so this is a story about a pig that meets a monkey. Can someone? Can a kid in the audience tell me what's something we know about pigs? What do we know about pigs? Anyone in the back know anything about pigs? Yes, you. They like to roll in mud. And did you have something else about pink? And they're pink. Great. They're pink, but you wouldn't know it because they're covered in mud all the time. And what's something we know about monkeys? What's something we know about monkeys? They hang from trees and... And yeah? And they're very noisy. That's true. Monkeys are very noisy. Like this one right here in front of me. His name is Sammy. <laughs> so, okay. Let's think for a moment. We don't have to do a whole story because we've been sitting here for a long time. There's a plate of cookies right there. Everybody wants one. Okay. This pig, he's laying around in the mud. Why? Because, let me guess, do you think this pig wants to be bothered when it's laying in the mud? No. Probably not, right? And yet, a monkey, do you think this monkey wants to bother that pig? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Because as we all know, monkeys are very loud. And so... And the monkey is also going to say, where's a branch? <laughs> where's a branch? Maybe it'll swing from the house pipe. Okay, that's a good idea. So this monkey swings in from the house pipe and starts bu bugging this pig. Where's a tree? Where's a branch I can swing from? Why are there no branches on this farm? What is going on around here? And what's something that the pig might say to this monkey who has so rudely interrupted his mud bath with a request for a tree? Something a pig cannot probably help with. Does anyone have an idea what the pig might say? 
Okay, so, okay, I like it. We've entered a world where the monkey can talk, but the pig can't. This is great and not what I expected. So you're saying monkeys usually talk different? Yeah, they have, what, accents? Or I don't know. This, so this monkey is trying to get an answer out of this pig. And this pig, one, is not interested, and two, cannot talk. Can, is just saying one. So, okay, we have our first step. This monkey walks in and is like, Hey, where's a tree? I need something to swing from. And this pig is like, oink, which I guess would mean I don't understand what you're saying. What is, can someone give me what they think the monkey might do next? Yes. Uh, he might say, uh, What kind of you are a monkey if you can't swing from a tree? Oh, so the monkey is like, what kind of monkey are you if you can't swing from a tree? What would the pig say to that? I think we know. The pig would say, oh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> this monkey is not getting any answers from his questions. Now, what's something very, so we know what a monkey would really do in this situation, probably leave. But what's something very silly that this monkey might do? Something we could never see happen in reality. What's something this monkey might do? Uh, anyone in the back have an idea? Yes. Oh, so the monkey has decided to stop talking. I like this. The monkey, maybe just making fun of the pig, or maybe realizing the limits of communication, has decided only to make noises. And you know what? Uh, what would the pig say to that? Oink. It would say oink, 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 oink. A lot more oinks. And you know what? I think we can wrap up the story. <laughs> by having... So a frog would come in and say, what kind of frogs are you? Oh, this sounds familiar. That's from the end of the book. Yeah, I think, I think the best way for this story to end for me would be this monkey cannot talk to the pig. The monkey's just started making monkey noises instead. And the pig says... How long can we put an anteater in this book? <laughs> well, okay, wait a second. We've just received a suggestion that an anteater should enter the book. This is when, okay, third act surprise, the anteater comes in and says, why doesn't anybody ever choose the anteater? <laughs> Look at this book. It's a monkey not talking to a pig. You had an anteater in here. This would be a great book. People would love it. It's, this is ridiculous. And the anteater socks off. The end. <laughs> I think that's a great story. So that's the story. That would be the story of monkey meets pig, parentheses, with cameo appearance by anteater. And Sammy would like to say something. Can you write it down on a piece of paper? <laughs> I will do exactly that after this. So, I wonder, before we, uh, people line up for signing and take their cookies, if they want any water, there's activity sheets you can take home, there's uh, kind of like fan bookmark type things you can take home. Does anyone have any questions about this book, writing, monkeys, pigs, horses, dogs, anteaters, anything like that? Yes. Oh, that's very nice. The question was, talk about my experience presenting this to schools and other places. I just came back from a four-city tour, going around the country, all, well, around the western half of the country, all week. And my dad has a new suitcase. Thank you. And that's 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 that Sam is announcing my new and suitcase. And you can charge your phone. Thanks, Sam. Mm -hmm. So, 
uh, it was a great experience. We brought this to uh, Tim Miller, the illustrator, and I. We wrote it, read it at uh, about three schools a day at in four different cities to big groups of kids. The kids that it ranged from it ranged Chicago, Portland. My son's announcing the itinerary. <laughs> Chicago, Dallas, Portland, and Oakland. Uh oh, and that was mothers coming in. <laughs> And it was great. I think probably over the course of it, we read it to, I don't know, estimating maybe like over a thousand kids altogether. And we had some really big groups, and we had some really small intimate groups. And at the end of each one, we did a similar story exercise to this one. And the stories that the kids came up with were amazing. And a lot of things that I never would have guessed. And so it was just a really exciting experience. So thanks for mentioning it. I appreciate it. Any other questions or no? Yes. That's a good question. The question is, did I get into the mindset of a child to write it or have that naturally? I think, well, I do have a child who lives with me, and he gave me advice sometimes, but overall it was just uh, trying to think, what would I think is funny, and but doing it... Sorry about that. Uh, it was not necessarily trying to get into the mindset of a child, but thinking, what would I think is funny? And then looking at a lot of children's books to kind of by osmosis almost, like pick up what the kind of level and also the kind of humor and trying to get to that point myself. But I wasn't, uh, I didn't like put on a diaper and like try to like really, really like, uh, really method it. Uh, yes, a question from this young man. What? <laughs> uh, the word coward was yelled out. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring, okay, the gauntlet's been thrown down. Maybe I'll wear a diaper next time. Yes, do you have a question? The dog wasn't a baby. The dog wasn't a baby, you're saying. Thank you. That's not so much a question as an observation. <laughs> but thank you. Um, are there any others? Yes, one over there. Did you focus group it with this opinionated young man you have with you? Uh, the question is, did I focus group it with this young man? I tried to. But I said, can I read my book to you? And he said, show me the pictures. And I would say, there are no pictures yet. And he would say, I'll read one with pictures, please. <laughs> so, but he's been very helpful in ideas for future books. I'll run an idea by him, and if he's not that into it, I usually try it and it doesn't work. But if he's into it, I'll try it and it works. So there'll be another book coming out, I don't know, in a year or two, that's called Sharko and Hippo. That, was, that one was heavily focus tested with my son. And he liked it. Monkey and Pig, we just wrote that together ourselves. <laughs> that book, that story never existed before, and then we wrote it together as a group. We worked together. Didn't write it on a clean piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one, yeah, uh, one more question. Uh, can we see, can we see uh, how your friend drew a picture of the dog and a horse? That was how I drew Oh, you want to see how the, who, my, Tim, who drew the book, drew a picture of dog and horse? All those pictures you saw earlier. Do, 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 do. I'm going back to them. These were all pictures that my friend Tim drew. And then there's the pictures that I drew, which, again, were ridiculous. <laughs> but I want to say... I want to say thank you very much to everybody for coming. I really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody for helping me write that story and doing a great job with it. I'm very proud of all these young writers. And thank you to Skylight for having us here today. It's a great story. You guys should all spend a lot of money. You've been listening to the Skylight Books author reading series. Don't forget, you can listen to this and all of our other great podcasts at skylightbooks.com. 
Thanks again for stopping by, and we hope to see you soon.